Hello and welcome back to Where Are All My Friends. I'm your host, Andrew Cram, and this week's episode is a little different. I stopped and thought about it and realized that I've been doing this podcast for three years, actually a little bit longer. I think I started it in April 2019, which is so crazy to think about the amount of things that have changed, the amount of incredible people that I've talked to, the amount of lessons that I've learned, everything. And that's kind of what I wanted to make this episode about, actually. I personally was looking back and reflecting on it. I realized that I've learned a couple lessons that I didn't expect. And they've been so valuable to me in my life that I wanted to share them with you. I also recently had a guest on that will be next week's episode. And he was telling me and encouraging me to do a little bit more monologue stuff and to share some of my learnings and have a couple different types of episodes that weren't always interviews. So if you like something like this, certainly let me know. But with all of that said, let's get into the three, three, I don't know, I kind of switched that up, most valuable lessons that I have learned from doing this podcast. Lesson number one, it's not about numbers. This was something that I had to personally learn, but I want to share it because I think anybody can apply it to their life and their field and their thing that they're doing. But for me, this lesson was I had set an expectation when I started this podcast and I had kind of arbitrarily just been like, oh, by this amount of time, I'll get this amount of downloads and then that'll lead to this amount of sponsorship interest and then I can sell ads and I can pay for the podcast. And to be honest, that didn't happen. The growth has been there, but it's been very slow and steady. But the thing that I realized is that's not actually what matters. And maybe this sounds cliche, maybe uh, it seems like a no-brainer, but in real time having to learn it, I realized that that is so far from what matters. And by doing this podcast and by talking to people that I was genuinely interested in talking to, it gave me a reason to hit them up and it gave me a reason to sit down with them and learn their story for an hour plus and understand them further and strengthen friendships that I had already had or meet new people. And by doing that, a couple things happened. One, I got a lot better at personally talking to people and my confidence and what my personal ability to communicate got better, which is rad. But then that also strengthened those relationships and it opened up new doors and opportunities for me that I never would have had. Because then word of mouth and friends and people would be like, oh, you're the podcast guy. Do you want to produce this show? Or do you want to consult and help us launch this show? And even without any set of numbers, just the care and the passion of doing it led to new opportunities. And now I look at my life and some of the things in it, and I wouldn't have had that if it weren't for this leading to other things. So all of that said, it's not about the numbers. I think that if you look past the numbers and you start to think about the intangible benefits of whatever it is that you're doing that you care about, myself, podcast, for you, anything, start really looking at those friendships and the relationships and the intangible skills that you've learned while doing it. And I think that's what it's all about. So maybe a no-brainer, but I, I really did have to personally learn that lesson and embrace that. And that's something that kept me going. Because if it had just been about the numbers, I would have been out so long ago. All right, lesson number two. 
And that is finding purpose is the most important part of the journey. And these next two lessons are reoccurring themes that I have found in a lot of the episodes that I have done. Every time they come up, I'll talk about them in depth and I love it because I think it is so important and I learn so much from everyone who has talked about it. And it's something that's easier said than done, to be honest. But I think that everyone on the show that has found that thing that they love has been able to go through the highs and lows so much easier because that's always been the compass. And I want to share a personal story about myself to make this even more real. And that is in the beginning of my career from 18 to 24, 25 I tour managed bands and I thought that that's what I was going to do forever. I loved it so much. I loved traveling the world with my friends. I loved being able to help musicians even though I couldn't play. It was incredible. And ultimately, at the end of it, I, I got a little bit burnt and it stopped being that thing that I loved. And that's okay. But from there, I had to kind of figure it out again. And I got a job at a record label and that was cool. I liked it and I learned a bit, but it wasn't quite the same. So after a while of that, I left. And at that point, I was honestly pretty lost. And it was a weird feeling because I don't know, I was like mid 20s and I thought I'd have it all figured out. And then I was kind of back at square one. And I kind of had that feeling like I've always had that gut feeling of trust your purpose and find that purpose and, and follow that path. But what do you do when you don't have that? And how do you find it? And that's why I think that this podcast has been so valuable. And it's a lesson that I like to talk about. I've learned a couple tricks along the way now in how to find that. And I want to share them with you. And I also think that maybe internally, when I had started this podcast, I was still looking for that. And this now, like I, I find that again in doing the podcast and what my life is currently at, but it took a lot of work. So a couple of the tricks that I have learned in doing all of these interviews and hearing from all of these people consolidated, one way to find it is what is that thing? What is that thing that gives you more energy than it takes away? What would you do for free if you could do it forever? Like what is that? You love it so much. If it's playing guitar, if it's writing, if it's illustrating, what is that thing that you could literally do hours on end and think about money absolutely last. It's just that thing you love. If you don't even have that as an answer, another thing that's helped me is what are you curious about? What is something that maybe you're just a little more interested than other things? I don't know. Maybe it's real estate or maybe it's learning how to code a website or I don't know, just a skill or something that you're kind of interested in that you haven't explored. By just asking yourself the question of what you're curious about and then digging that little bit further, it can either help you find it or cross a couple things off that certainly aren't it. And another bit of my story that I'll share with you is during my time of kind of figuring this out and starting the podcast, I was working as well on the side doing fulfillment and production for a supplement company, which is not really my brand. And it was cool. It was good money and it was solid and stable, but I really didn't love it. It wasn't my thing. And the more that I did this podcast and the more that I talked to people that were fully committed to doing their thing, I started to feel like an imposter and I started to feel like a hypocrite. I was like, how can I have a podcast where I'm talking to all these people about chasing their passion and doing their thing? And I'm not doing that. And ultimately, it was the scariest thing I had to do, but I quit that job because I felt deeply unhappy and I felt that I wasn't following that curiosity or doing more of the stuff I loved. And the evolution of that for me was podcasting and actually cars. So 
my interests and purposes have changed along the years. But that huge lesson that I learned was you kind of have to follow it. Whatever that is, you feel it in you. And if you're not doing it, you're going to feel sad. And if you are doing it, it doesn't matter how much money you are or aren't making. You're going to have more drive to keep going and keep following it and have that energy and that excitement. And the final piece that I'll say with that is even if you aren't at the top, you're going to enjoy the process and you're going to enjoy the daily grind of it that much more because you're doing something that you're fulfilled by. So lesson number two, find your purpose, double down on it, do everything you can if you don't know it, to discover it and to learn more. And if you do find it, double down, even if you have to work a job on the side, give yourself more time to really, really commit to that thing. And you'll know when the time is right to fully jump into it. Lesson number three, or lesson number three, 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 three. I don't know. I'm back and forth between the two. If you're listening and not watching, you're like, uh, just pick one. Uh, Lesson number three kind of ties into number two and purpose, patience, consistency, and mastering your craft is everything. That's another common theme in all of these episodes that I've done is it has taken so much more time than it seems for said person to have success in their thing. So what I mean by that is there's a lot of people that have been on this show that have had really successful careers or are starting to have a lot of success. And that's super exciting. But nine times out of 10, maybe 10 out of 10, when I really start to poke and dig and learn and ask the questions, they've been doing it for so much longer than it appears before they had the success. And Malcolm Gladwell writes about this. He made this idea pretty popular and brought this to the mainstream of 10,000 hours. It takes 10,000 hours of mastering your craft or doing that thing, practice of a specific trade or skill to become a true master at it. And when you do that math, it's about 417 days worth of hours if you were to do straight 24-hour days. But realistically, if you were to take three hours a day, that's about 3,333 days of that or nine years. He further went on to elaborate on that in interviews after he wrote the book that the internet and certain things have actually made that a lot easier and better because you then have to factor in the quality of time that you're applying those hours. If you're kind of like lazily like reading about something, but you're also scrolling on Instagram or, you know, like if you're not fully, fully focused, it might take longer. Or if you're super in-depth focused and you have the internet to provide every answer instantly, it might go faster. But the idea is still the same, and it doesn't have to be an exact amount. But take that idea of about 10,000 hours, about 10 years. That's a lot of time. It's just the idea of time and consistency and practice. And that's something that I have to remind myself of because it's so easy to want results instantly, especially now in this internet day and age where you can order a package and have it to you the next day. And all these people get all these crazy likes and you blow up instantly on TikTok. Like that's all great. But Something that you can personally control is finding that thing you love and just doing it. Just apply yourself and practice and practice and practice. And eventually you're going to get better. Like statistically, you have to. And a lot of the people on this podcast have shared stories like that where they were in previous bands or they were on street teams or went to all these shows. That's putting hours in. That's, That's learning about music. So when you really factor that in, 
That amount of patience, I think, is so valuable and so important. And for me, that personal example is consistency with this podcast. Outside of a couple crazy life events and moments in the world where I thought it would be appropriate to pause the show, I haven't missed an upload. And even with this episode, to be 100% real with you, I had a bunch of interviews fall through and cancel and was kind of pressed and thought, maybe I don't do an episode this week, but then stopped and thought about this. And I was like, no, what if I do a recap and it's not a best of? What if I challenge myself to do a different format? And I don't know what happens from here. Maybe this episode tanks and it's not worth anything. And everyone's like, all right, Andrew, get off your soapbox. Or maybe y'all like it and it's a new format. But The point is, it wouldn't have happened if I didn't hold myself accountable to consistency. So I think that in that mastery and in that following your 10,000 hours, if you have a set of rules or principles or guidelines for yourself to stay consistent and apply yourself, it's uncomfortable and it sucks. And sometimes you really wish you weren't doing it. But I have to believe and I have to have faith that by keeping going, it will get better and it will pay off. And honestly, that's me saying that with a little bit of blind faith. Like, again, I don't care about this specific episode, but the podcast, I feel like three years has been a long time. But then if I were to really take this advice, fuck, I have seven more to go before I can expect anything out of this. But that's okay because of rule two, I have now found that thing that I love and I will continue to apply myself to do it because really the numbers don't matter at the end of the day. And it's just something that I have fun doing. And again, I don't want any of this to be preachy or to be like, I'm so awesome and applied. I want to share this because I hope that that inspires you to keep doing those things that you do. And I wanted to share this moment of being like, I personally hope it works and I personally have so much further to go. But if I'm going to stay in it, I hope you do too, because you gotta. Anyway, I think the best way for me to conclude that is something that I have written on my wall, a tiny note. I think I might've even said it in this podcast earlier, but it's enjoy the process. Simply put, all of these things for me come back to that. Enjoy the process. Don't worry about the numbers. Talk to the people you love because you'll enjoy the process. Find that purpose and do that thing you love because you'll certainly enjoy the process as you go through all of it. And stay consistent and master your craft and you'll fumble along the way. And I've had some crazy failures and I've had some uncomfortable times of messing with new programs and trying to push myself to learn a new skill and hating being bad at it. But then in those moments, I have to stop and remind myself, like, enjoy the process because it's kind of fun to look back and joke with your friends about the stuff you used to suck at that you're good at now. So keep that perspective and enjoy the process. That's what I've learned. I hope you liked it. I hope I didn't ramble too much. Um, If you did like an episode like this, please let me know because then I will push myself to do more of them and I'll find more specific takeaways and lessons and things that I can consolidate and share outside of the interviews. The nice thing about this podcast is it's always kind of been this passion project where I can try an episode out or I can do something different or do a short interview or a long interview or a monologue or whatever. So I've always really wanted this podcast to be a tool and a resource to help people find that purpose and to keep going and stay inspired. So if this was helpful, let me know. If it was not helpful, let me know, but be nice about it. And if you have suggestions or guests you want to hear from or topics you want to cover, please always let me know. 
something that you can do for me to help grow this podcast that is really like the most valuable thing is just sharing it with friends. I've read so many books now and I like try to get all deep into marketing and this and that and keywords and ratings. And to be honest with you, I feel like every time it comes back to just new people finding the show, loving it and keeping listening and sharing it with more people. So if you are one of those people who has recently found it or you've been listening for a long time, please help me spread that word and find more people that will also love it. And then if you want to go above and beyond, you can rate it and subscribe and do all that stuff because that does help and it makes it look legit. So I appreciate that. If you want to go above and beyond, there's a Where Are All My Friends Patreon, patreon.com slash where are all my friends. And I think that just about says it. I, I hope you stayed with me on this one. I had a lot of fun recording this and it was really helpful personally for me to reflect on these and try to articulate these words and share this concept. So I hope it translated. I will be back next week with another episode. Thank you for listening.